Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, special weekend edition, shorter edition. Just uh, had gotten the word that uh, Whitey Ford passed away, I believe, yesterday, and uh, wanted to make some comments there. When uh, when these iconic, actually, pitchers, there have been several pitchers now, but these Hall of Famers are passing away, players that I saw and respected, it's uh, it's obviously melancholy. I can't say that I knew him. When in my position, I met a lot of all players. Maybe shook their hand. If you just have a ten second interaction with somebody, it's hard to say you knew him. But Whitey Ford, he just was a kind of a regular sized guy. Not in fact, in his later years, he was he didn't he just he was not the classic big power pitcher. But he definitely got a lot of mileage out of his ability. And they talk about how he had different uh, deliveries and perhaps some deception, but you know, he was amazing. He was amazing. And I wanted to write it off to the fact that it just he was a Yankee pitcher in the heyday of the Yankees of the 50s and the early 60s, but it's a lot more than that. He, I thought maybe he just, he's got this great one loss percentage because he, he got great run support, but no, he actually was a great pitcher. And uh, he's card number one in the 51 Bowman set and you think how that's it seems like an honor to be card number one in the set when he was uh, just a 20 what even 20 not very old he came up for a part of the year and uh, but he was nine and one and i thought wow that's and he was just this young young guy probably early 20s in 1950 so he he was nine and one. He came in twenty first in the MVP voting for nineteen fifty. So not such a huge stretch, being a uh, New York Yankee, that he would with a kind of a cool name, <laughs> Whitey Ford, to be number one in the fifty one Bowman set. Interestingly, he didn't have a card in nineteen fifty two from Topps or Bowman, and then in fifty three he had both. He had Bowman color as well as. 53 tops, both of those. Actually, 53 Bowman Collar is a, uh, I always thought that was a tougher card. But why wasn't he, in, why did he uh, miss a year? Uh, he had the 51 Bowman card, but he didn't play in 51. He didn't play in 52 because he was in the military. So he lost two years. He had great career statistics, but they would have been even better. But for those two years lost when he was 22, 23, 24, somewhere again in his prime, if he, if he could, if he could be nine and one, he just, he had some great years. Uh, and I was thinking about it. Is it an unprecedented, is it unprecedented for uh, Bowman to make him the card number one in the Bowman set? And so I looked at the 50 Bowman, who was card number one, it was Mel Parnell. I thought, well, Mel Parnell, maybe not. And then I thought, wait a minute, what did Mel Parnell do in 1949? He was 25 and seven. And had uh, came in fourth in the MVP voting for that year. And Andy Pafko, another famous number one card from 52 Tops, again not regarded as a great player, but he had been an, he'd been selected as an All Star the four years before from 47 to 50. So he wasn't he definitely wasn't a slouch. And his his card is famous for being a, a condition rarity for 52 Tops, one of the very tough cards to get in in great shape. Uh, thanks sponsors, Tops Panini Upper Deck. Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, ComC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, ComC, and uh, BGS will see some flurry, and the marketplace will see some flurry of activity on Whitey Ford. Again, he was one of the, I don't know that he was the oldest, but he was one of the one or two or three oldest major league players or Hall of Famers uh, still alive. So he was uh, buddies with Mickey Mantle, uh, who came from around these parts. And uh, the story goes that he and Mickey and Billy Martin got in trouble. 
Well, Mickey is Mickey. They're not going to get rid of him. Whitey Ford was an amazing pitcher in his own. Probably would have been great on any team. And Billy Martin was a scrappy, uh, good player, but he was traded. The other effect that affected Whitey's stats is that Casey Stengel was his manager. And you find out later that he basically did not give Whitey, as a young guy, a lot of starts. So he was not pitching as regularly, but he wasn't pushing him like like they did for pitchers in the 60s. So his decade of the 50s, he didn't get as many starts. And so he'd have a great one loss and great, excellent ERA and all that. Wasn't getting the innings or the starts, but still had a bunch of shutouts. And then, of course, that all changed when they changed managers after 1960. Then uh, Ford was the uh, undeniable ace of the Yankees and was was uh, pushed out there and actually led the league in innings pitched a couple times, which is a, uh, you know, a recipe for arm for arm trouble. But uh, he did arm trouble early in his career, and apparently he took uh, real good care of his stuff. But what about some of his other cards? He's got uh, not particularly tough cards. If you look at, again, I, I always thought 56 was tougher than 57, noticeably. Uh, 55 Bowman was difficult for me as a condition rarity. 58, 59, 60, 61. 62, 63, 64, 65, 66 there. It seems like they're all 40 or 50 bucks, maybe 60 bucks. But 63 tops, probably tougher. 61 tops, all-star card would be one to look at. And I, like I said, when you're looking for new trends, uh, 67 tops, that would be his his last card. Would that draw extra interest? He didn't have a great finishing strong year. He was probably, I think he was 38. But he was, uh, again, a great player and a great ambassador for the game. And anybody's a friend of Mickey Mantle is a, is, a, is, a, is a friend of mine. So thanks, Whitey, for giving us these highlights. The decision that Casey made in 1960 to not start you in game one, four, and seven allowed my Pirates at the time to win the World Series with Bill Mazeroski's uh, walk-off homer to make it 10 to 9. As I said, I know exactly where I was, and uh, I know that Whitey Ford was not on the mound, and he was not eligible for pitching because he shut him out uh, in game three and six, so it was not available. If so, even a tired Whitey Ford might have been better than than what uh, the Yankees threw out there that the Pirates snagged 10 runs off. So thanks, everybody. Again, Whitey Ford, rest in peace. Be back again tomorrow with another, or Monday with another episode.